everybody talk? Is everything working? Nope. Yes. I think it's working. We can breathe easy. Except for Cassie. Because she's pregnant. And she <laughs> might be out of breath at some point today. <laughs> True. We got someone who we talked about that circled back and wrote to us on the Facebook group. And I don't remember why we talked about her the first time. Amy Copeland Farmer. I remember she wrote us months ago and said that she found our podcast and she I think she was the one who was excited about the Beatles content and we were like well we're doing John Lennon for you and then we're like well it's not really for you we were going to do it anyways but you're welcome (laughs) it was her okay pretty sure and she finally heard that um and wrote us again in our Facebook group Death by Music podcast fans and she said just started season four thanks for the shout out looking forward to the John Lennon episode love your podcast keep up the good work but joke's on you, because we just discussed how we're going to oh, have geez. to postpone yeah. it probably even more, which we're sorry for. Well, I wouldn't say, well, she eventually got to our stuff because she went back and listened to everything else, right? I'm guessing so, That's yeah. That's awesome. I think she started off, like, I mean, I'm <laughs> guessing Beatle she, mini yeah, she must have started off with the Beatle mini episodes and that one that I was really drunk on. Sorry, guys, don't go back and listen to it. And I, I think <laughs> she went back to the beginning and now she just got to season four so and she finally nice. heard she finally heard the uh the uh, uh thing just the shout out that we we're gave gonna her. re-record them all yeah oh well oh, wait did you just break the news oh well, i mean you haven't said anything yet i don't think we have well i guess we should in case you were listening at this current moment um, we should probably let you know that we are planning on a pretty big undertaking, which is re-recording seasons one and two of the podcast. As you guys can tell, because of all the breaks that we keep taking, our research is getting pretty in-depth and time-consuming, and we did not put that much care into we did our best but we didn't put that much care into the first two seasons so now that we really feel like we know what we're doing we want to go back and re-record those um, with jake on the show so we'll be adding in some new information and basically just re-recording and updating those files because we want our best product out there and it could be better so we're gonna make it that way and then you guys can listen to it again and learn more stuff that maybe we didn't talk about the first time around yes and you get to hear me talk more which everyone people want that pe- they do <laughs> want that they do like your voice that's weird I, i'm still not used to listening to myself but you do it all the time now right yeah yeah i go back and listen to the episodes to see how stupid i sound but you know you don't sound stupid are you ever shocked and you're like wow i know what i'm talking about no yeah, well, <laughs> it's just like god this idiot other people Stop. have told me that i think that i think that you're being too hard on yourself just slightly who knows but Okay. <laughs> Cassie, what do you think about when you listen to yourself? You know, I've been hearing myself talk for a long time. <laughs> Fair point. So whether if it's in my head or out loud, um, it always sounds different, though, when it's recorded. So, yeah. Which is fine. Whatever. I think you sound different now than you did when you were on the radio. Because when you were on the radio, you had your sex phone operator voice. No. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> Everyone told her, they're like, Cassie, you just sound so different. Because she'd be like, what's up? It's Cassie hanging out with you guys. <laughs> I don't know what she was doing. But I don't know. Different. I had a bigger ego back then. I don't know. You, I was trying yeah, to impress too many people. I don't know. It wasn't. It didn't sound bad. If you were a sex phone operator, I'd call you. Wow. You're welcome. That is the best compliment I think you've ever given me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, 
you're welcome uh, for that i'm sorry i'm sorry is that i just feel like i should say i'm sorry if that's the best compliment (laughs) i've ever given you what the fuck i'm joking i'm sorry i'm a shitty friend no Um, that's not what i was trying to say i don't know i just don't feel like i should be seducing everybody i talk to yes that's what it was was it i think it was shelly who said you sounded really seductive Mm -hmm. but i saw she shared something on your page the other day yeah when your nickname is cass and everybody assumes it's short for cassandra but not for casserole right that was it yeah people at work call me casserole do they yeah awesome i answered to it what if you <laughs> sorry if you were a casserole oh i saw you already thinking over there yeah because i knew what you were gonna be? ask me um don't say not green tuna bean. no okay. Ew, tuna casserole not that tuna um i don't know my dad makes this nice breakfast casserole that, that i like that sounds good i like sausage a, and egg egg there's like breadcrumbs and it's good. Is meatloaf a casserole? No. Well, like a shepherd's pie would be a, ca- a casserole. Like a, a Cassandra? <laughs> casserole. <laughs> like um, shepherd's pie is a type of casserole, right? I don't know. No, because that's got a, a crust meat on base. it. It's got a lid. Well, it's got a crust on it. I mean, casserole, you don't put bread on top of casseroles. Hold on. Do you? Or like a... You can put bread in casserole. It absorbs in like casserole, the liquid. casserole, but not as... Yeah, but there's no bread in... Shepherd's well, whatever, pie. I'm saying it doesn't have a the, hat on it. The, yeah, whatever the top the is. Potatoes. That makes it a pie. Uh, it's a not completely encased no. in, hey. the, in dough. You That's guys, hold on. It's Maybe not I should look up casserole versus pie. That A beef wellington is what you're thinking of. Is a pie really a casserole with a lid? Mm. <laughs> what makes a casserole a casserole? The term casserole can refer to any dish prepared in a casserole dish. What the fuck? Essentially a deep, wide baking dish and baked in the oven. So is lasagna? Brownies would be a casserole. What? A casserole can have layers as in the case of lasagna or deep dish pizza. Wait, wow, lasagna? okay, I'm a deep dish pizza then if that's a casserole. <laughs> oh my fucking Lasagna's way. an option? I guess if it's made in that dish and it's a bunch of ingredients in a dish, then huh. it is all, <laughs> it's a casserole. Cereal. Call if, me if taco it, dip. Sorry. Ooh, seven layers. Mm-hmm. All right, on my way. What are you watching that you have to block Julie's eyes from your computer screen? Porn again. No, she keeps bumping the microphone. Oh, he's got the three-legged cat in his lap. Sorry for her screaming all the time in every episode. I try to cut it out as often as possible, but sometimes you just hear a faint meow in the background, like a ghost meow. And I (laughs) notice it when I'm editing, and I wonder when people are listening if they're like, is my cat, is there a cat outside? Because it's very faint. It's It's not like blatant she's enough not that, right in the microphone yeah they, i think we talked about this last time probably yeah because we recorded on friday and we were trying to record this episode on friday and now and then pro tools stopped fucking working but it's working now so we're back three days later which usually we take a longer break so we probably had the same conversations anyways we didn't talk about <laughs> casserole last time we did not and that's the new debate in the group if you were a casserole what would you be and what is the best casserole and is lasagna indeed a casserole okay Jake, I'm going to let you do your favorite thing right now, which is talk. Shit. Or shit. You can shit, too, if you want. Just make sure thing? you pick it up at the well, microphone. There are, there are slats in this chair, so it'll... Oh, nice. It'll turn it into little stuff. waffles. Yeah. Okay, but you're wearing, <laughs> you're wearing pants, so it'll have to get through the pants in pieces. True. <laughs> <laughs> well, it'll be filtered at that point. Then it'll basically be clean. Yeah. Ready for reconsumption. Uh-uh. I'm leaving. <laughs> we haven't even had a drink yet. I've, I've I got water and uh, you haven't even touched that thing. What I is that? I have it. it is 
So I was going to take one of Jake's beers and he Slapped her advised hand. me against it. Yes, very strongly. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's my last ones. I need them for tonight. OK, well, I understand. That's fine. But he had a buzz ball on the kitchen table. So I took that instead because I know he's not going to touch that shit. It's been sitting there since Dragon Con last year. Yeah, it's been I months. I don't know what that is. A buzz ball? Girl, you're not living. Um, <laughs> neither am I, honestly. Um, you're dead right now? Wow. Talking to me from beyond the grave. <laughs> Rest in peace. Um, buzz balls. They have them in Virginia and probably other places. And they are these little tiny balls of liquor that they somehow <laughs> are buzz. able to sell at a gas station. Ah. In Virginia, our ABC the laws. grocery store is where I got it, actually. Yeah, they sell them at gas stations and grocery stores. So basically, a place that has a beer and a wine license, you can sell these there. But they're really high percent alcohol. They're like 14%, like a four loco or something. Oh, great. But they're not liquor. Liquor straight cannot be meth. sold. They're straight meth, yes. <laughs> I don't know. Those uh, uh, smash things that I bought from mm-hmm. uh, Devil's Backbone, they say they're vodka. I don't know. I'm confused about what's going on with alcohol I don't know if it's like a certain Virginia. percentage they can have in there before it has to be sold at a liquor store. A buzz ball I think is so. a ready-to-drink cocktail. Anyways, they have a bunch of different flavors, and Jake got one of these sour apple ones for Dragon Ooh. Con last August, mm-hmm. and he nearly died when he had... Like oh. one whiskey beverage, and so he has not drank this since. Anyways, uh, Jake, you didn't even do your fucking part. Yeah, because uh, we no, we didn't. Oh, I go, didn't. then do we're it. Distracted. <laughs> so, in case you forgot who you're listening to and who we are, we are people. This is Death by Music podcast. We are still living. Uh, some of the subjects in these uh, episodes are not, but I am Jake today. <laughs> okay. <laughs> today. Uh, that's Alex sitting across from me Hello. and Cassie. Hi. So today I pulled a story and I th- I'm going to read this one. I don't oh, no. know the last time I read a mini episode. I feel you like can't read. That's also true. Mm. I feel like I always give them to you guys. So I found this one about Merle Haggard, who is someone we will probably have to cover because he sounds like an interesting fella. And he was pardoned by President Ronald Reagan back in 1972. For what? Um, was he we... the Thanksgiving turkey? I'm just kidding. You know <laughs> how they pardon a turkey? Oh, mm-hmm. no, because okay. this happened in March. So. Oh. It's nowhere near Thanksgiving. Uh, uh, he's, the, he's the groundhog. They pardon the groundhog. <laughs> I don't think the groundhog has committed any crimes. Yet. And I wonder if our foreign listeners are like, what in the fuck are these nerds <laughs> talking about? Weird American traditions. Don't ask us. All right, so this... What did Merle do? I'm going to tell okay. you. Uh, 50 years ago this March... <gasps> Is when this happened. Uh, as far as journeys to country music stardom go, Merle Haggard's is by far one of the most interesting. Oh, fuck. This is from WhiskeyRiff.com <laughs> by Brady Cox, who sounds like he would write for WhiskeyRiff.com. Okay. This is a country music website. I use it every single day, though, because they always have stories about booze. Um, so Hence the whiskey yeah, in the title. Yeah. I don't read their country stories usually. But they'll have ones that are like, oh, Bud Light's coming out with a new sour seltzer. And I'm like, that's interesting. Or, (laughs) you know. That's not a whiskey. (laughs) They had a a recipe for a pumpkin pie made with fireball. And I was Mm, like, fuck mm. yeah. Interesting. Anyways, that's the source. You could just put cinnamon in the pumpkin pie or whatever. Or you could put fireball. I'm pretty sure there's already cinnamon in it. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Okay. 
It's well documented that Merle Haggard succumbed to a life of petty crime before his country music career took off, going in and out of reform schools, jails, and correctional facilities until he finally landed himself in San Quentin State Prison. San Quentin is where he eventually heard a live concert from Johnny Cash. I was about to ask that. Yes, I have that live in San Quentin. Same. uh, Like Ford LP. Oh, not the Ford one. was, uh, Was that the same one Metallica played in? Like 10, 15 years ago for, I believe it was St. Anger? So. Was it San Quentin? I think it was. Uh, I guess I could have looked it up. Yes. Got three computers in here. <laughs> they shot mm-hmm. a video for the title track mm-hmm. on prison grounds yep. and in return played for the inmates and made a $10,000 donation to the San Quentin Giants baseball field. So anyways, <laughs> we heard a live concert from Johnny Cash, a pivotal moment that he credits with influencing him to clean up his act and seriously pursue a career in country music full time. According to Steve, what? It seems weird. I feel like Merle Haggard is older than Johnny Cash. Yeah, that's why he was already in prison. Oh. Because <laughs> he already lived a life of crime. <laughs> Johnny Cash came along and was like, But like, tunes. I feel like he would have been a country musician before Johnny Cash would have been. Yes, no. I don't know anything. Okay, continue. I mean, I'll tell you, I'm sure. It's fine. According to Saving Country Music, Merle was arrested on Christmas Eve in 1957 after he and his friend Mickey got drunk. Mickey and Merle. Quite a pair. And decided to rob a local restaurant in Bakersfield, California. They were under the impression that the restaurant was closed for the holidays. However, it was full of staff and customers. (laughs) You could just walk in and, like, not rob the place then. And just, like, get a burger. Merle and Mickey. You have to pay for the burger. I mean, you could walk in and be like, I'm, uh, I left my wallet in the car. Sorry, BRB. And then just leave. Mm. Whatever. Merle and Mickey were chased out and eventually arrested. When Merle <laughs> broke out of the Bakersfield jail, which he had quite the knack for doing, the judge slapped him with 15 years in San Quentin State uh, Prison. It's like in the face. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I paused for dramatic effect. Ah, yeah. Merle famously said that it was the only prison that could hold him. Of course, he was paroled after just two and a half years for good behavior in 1960, and armed with a fresh perspective, his pursuit of a career in country music began. However, it was more than ten years earlier, on this date in 1973, later, I fucked that sentence up, I'm gonna read it again. (laughs) However, it was more than ten years later, on this date in 1973, when California Governor Ronald Reagan finally pardoned him for his crimes. Haggard weighed in on the situation in an interview with CMT following Reagan's death in 2004. It's clear from Merle's words about Reagan that he had a profound impact on both his life and his career. He gave me a second chance at life in the form of the pardon he gave me. And in knowing his condition with Alzheimer's and all that, in the last 10 years, 10 plus years, the relief that I felt for Nancy all came rushing in at once, I guess. Okay. I don't know what that means. He added that the pardon felt like a weight being lifted off his shoulders and he found a new career chasing sense of confidence. Career changing sense of confidence. He said, yeah, it really did. You can imagine yourself, you know, you got this tail hanging on you and suddenly you don't have it anymore. It's just wonderful to not have to walk up and say, pardon me, before I do this, I want to tell you that I'm an ex-convict. You have to do that with any sort of legal transaction, with leaving the country, with anything of that nature. All those things went away when when Ronald Reagan was kind enough to look at my case and give me a pardon. Merle finally got the chance to thank Ronald and Nancy in person years later in 1982. He said, yes, I played for the president when he was at his ranch in California. He had a party on the ranch, and I played for him. 
I had a chance to thank him personally for the pardon, meet Nancy, and have dinner with him. I sat on the right-hand chair next to the president, so I felt really honored he treated me like royalty. From a life of petty crime to getting locked up in San Quentin State Prison, to becoming a country music star, to playing for the president of the United States. Merle's journey is as legendary as his place in country music, and believe it or not, you can watch the entire performance at Rancho Sierra Grande right here. Is that the Mexican restaurant up the street? (laughs) (laughs) Almost. Close. But you can't watch it right here. You have to go to whiskeyriff.com and watch it, or YouTube. That's Merle Haggard. And I wonder if he's still alive. No, I looked it up. He died in 2016, so fairly recently. Oh That's my awesome God. to hear. I'm not saying I'm it like this. <laughs> Very excited I was about like, that. Did I sound excited? <laughs> a little bit. Oh, I was excited that I already thought to look it up. Oh, okay. Well, I had that it makes ready sense. to go. That makes sense. Thank yeah. you. Thank you for doing that. You're welcome. Thank you for uh, typing quietly. Slam. Ow, my It's cool to s- see that he potentially turned his life around. Yeah. Maybe yeah, the prison system worked story. for once. Yeah, well, I mean, it sounds to me like it was more of a pain in the ass that he was an ex-convict because he already got famous. That's why he was pardoned. It's not like it's not like Ronald Reagan picked him out of a crowd of a hundred people and was like, you "You're the one. You get a pardon." <laughs> and then he was like, all of a sudden, able to unlock all these doors and start his career. He was still able to get a music career and be a famous musician, and then being pardoned just helped him you know do stuff a little bit easier without being like yeah well he used to be in jail i'm not going to that concert because people <laughs> think like that back then sure i don't know how did johnny cash got his whole fucking career off of pretending he went to prison mm. True. so they didn't care they were like he's a bad boy <laughs> convicts a cell <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean i'm trying to think of some more there probably are people still like chris brown he was a, yeah, and uh, I'm trying to think of some other pieces of shit. <laughs> Not saying that Merle Haggard's a piece of shit. But Chris Brown, yeah. But Chris Brown, yeah. Um, but just because you've gone to prison doesn't mean people won't go to your shows anymore. That's correct. All right. Um, hopefully none of us go to prison anytime soon because I don't know that the president would pardon us. He probably wouldn't give a fuck. So. Not famous enough. Nope. Not yet. Well, I suppose that that is all for today. I do have a request for you guys, um, just because we we all three try to cover all genres of music. Sorry. She brought another fucking <laughs> big gulp Slurpee. <laughs> Sorry. God. Um, that other one was a sonic slush. So Whatever their slushies, it's Chill. not good recording juice. Um, <laughs> what was I talking about? Oh, yeah. I so don't know. We don't. We don't. Uh, really listen to country any of us uh, maybe a little bit but not really so i think it would be cool if you guys know shit about country artists that we should cover i like old country. say something new country is just pop that's true i had i was forced to listen to some of that shit today at the radio station oh uh if you know shit about country people that we should cover let us know. You can send us an email at deathbypodcastteam at gmail.com. We've already done Patsy Klein and Mindy McCready. And I would consider Leonard Skinner a little bit in that genre. But we could use probably some more. So send us an email. Make sure you guys find us on Facebook. We have a group and we have a page. You can search for Death by Podcast Team or Death by Music Podcast Fans. And that's the easiest way to reach us. Unless you're like Amy and you... Only discover the episode four months later. 
in that case, we'll still reach you, but it's just going to take a long time. But we're glad you're caught up. Yeah, thank you guys for listening. And rest in peace. And also, we might have to pause before John Lennon. We might need a week off. I'm just letting you know. Okay, bye. Later. Bye. Music by Demons at Demons Band on Instagram. Artwork by Mike Johnson. Writing and production by Cassie Gardner, Alex Motler, and Jake.